Hello, everyone, and welcome to a, to a short episode of The Dumb Will Speak. I'm Roy. Today, I just want to give you a little update on what's been going on with the schedule. Once again, family and holidays, sickness, other things have interfered with um, allowing us to stay on a regular recording schedule. I know you probably get tired of hearing that. We get tired of saying it, I, I assure you. But uh, we plan to get back to a, a regular uh, recording rate, have some bonus materials in the works. Um, we have interviews coming up soon. Uh, was yet to be announced, but uh, Chalen has a side project he's planning to work on, and um, he'll begin production on that, I believe, this weekend. Uh, he and I plan to record this weekend. As I record this, it is December 29th, so a belated Merry Christmas to you, although to some degree, it's still Christmas. If you do the 12 days of Christmas, this would be day, I want to say five? Yes. So it's the fifth day of Christmas. So today, your true love gives you five golden rings, four collie birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. But all we're going to give you is this little short. You get to hear me ramble for a few minutes. Um, so belated Merry Christmas, and before the new year, before this weekend is over, hopefully we will have a new episode in the can for you. Might get that edited and released as well this weekend. If not, I wish you an early Happy New Year for 2023. And in 2023, as I say, we have plans. Uh, but we had a lot of plans for 2022 that didn't come to fruition, so I, I'm not going <laughs> to try to tell you that uh, definitely this time for sure, as they say. No, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, in the meantime, this little short to give you some bonus material is going to be another exciting episode of Roy Recommends. We're going to title this Roy Recommends Volume 2. Um, since uh, this is going to be some interesting stuff that I'm going to be recommending to you, I think. Okay? Um, if, you've, if you've never... If you're into history at all, if you're into the history of the United States, or if you're into world history or anything like that, I believe last time that I mentioned Noble Blood as a history podcast, as well as maybe some others. But I want to I want to mention Wicked Game. It's Erica's Elections, Wicked Game, and uh, this podcast is pretty awesome. It's from the Wondery Network. Uh, Wondery puts out a lot of like true crime and other stuff. Wondery is pretty interesting. So I remember listening to some episodes that were like behind the scenes on how they made Jaws and how Spielberg made Jaws as a young director and how uh, Alfred Hitchcock got Psycho to the screen, the original Psycho from 1960, the movie, uh, film history, that sort of stuff. But there's lots of things that Wondery puts out. But this one's called uh, American Elections, Wicked Game. And um, I, I, I do highly recommend it. They go through every single election and it ends with i believe the 2020 election yeah i believe it goes all the way up to the most recent 2020 election um yeah definitely does yeah and um so i've listened to the first few i've listened to the to to washington and and then to Adams versus Jefferson, and then Adams versus Jefferson again in 1800, the the uh, tiebreaker election, the first major constitutional crisis we had was a tiebreaker election there in which Jefferson was declared the winner. 
if you thought 2000 was a, was a close call with uh, <laughs> with between Gore and and George W. Bush, no, I promise you this was even weirder and wilder. And then you also have, of course, the 2020 election was very raucous and had a lot of uh, squabbling about the results on that. But there's other elections as well, 1960 between Nixon and, and, and Kennedy, in which Kennedy was, de was declared the winner. And there's there's some issues of um, voter fraud and things like that that occurred. But um, it's, it's pretty good. The the episodes aren't extremely long. They're, they're I believe they're all under an hour. Uh, most of them are under 45 minutes, uh, with some being as short as like, I think, around 30 minutes for one or two of them that I've listened to. So, you know, it's it's one of those things you don't have to listen to, like, on a regular basis. It's just one of those things when you're kind of feeling like, hey, I'm in the mood for some history, or I need a distraction from what's going on in today's politics. Let's look at how politics has always been kind of crazy. Well, then look at Wicked Games. And in that same note, there is another podcast similar to that called My History Can Beat Up Your Politics. <laughs> Again, showing you that there's nothing new under the sun, which we as Christians, faith believers, do know that. But uh, proving it, even in American history, all the craziness that goes on today, it's happened at some point in the past as well. And and so, um, yeah, yeah, those two I want to highly recommend. Um, American Elections, Wicked Game, kind of a take on the Chris Isaacs song from the late 80s. And then um, My History Can Beat Up Your Politics. So that's your sort of history politics um, you know that kind of culture podcast i like to recommend history podcasts when i can um some new stuff since the last time that i uh did any recommendations i actually had been listening to these then but i just didn't talk about it i hadn't been doing enough on it to say for sure if i wanted to recommend them before but now that i've been listening for a while since i'm going to go ahead and recommend cross politic um, these guys are highly reformed. They're highly reformed, though, from the point of view of of a Presbyterian bent, mostly, and uh, also American Reformed Church. And so they they're pretty severe, you know, in comparison to say a it, like if you think James White or John MacArthur are Calvinist or um, RC, the late R.C. Spro. Are, are Calvinistic and predeterminism and all that stuff. You you, you may have a hard time with these guys, uh, and they're all into you know they're very much about. Well, that's the one where you have the guy Chocolate Knox. He always ends everything with with uh, baptize your babies, baptize your kids, things like that, something like that. So anyway, uh, back in the summer there was the big controversy over over the, the one guy who was a former Baptist himself saying um, on their show that Baptist theology is the cause of transgenderism in the United States, the trans movement, to which James White was like, no, 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 no. You don't get to say that. And we talked about it on our show, Taylor and I, so um, that's not new to you. But that's that's that show, okay, Cross Politics. So listen at your own risk. If you're easily offended, you may not like them. I will say you may not like them, but I find them funny. It's usually more than one person. It's usually two, sometimes three, or even four people. And they do a lot of discussion of, obviously, politics as related to the cross of christ so it's all about you hear about christian nationalism and all that sort of thing well they're in that movement so if you want to know what they're th those guys are about what they're really about not just what the the people who are trying to gin up fear from the left or the 
or, or woke Christianity and that sort of thing you're trying to say, well, here's a chance to listen to them and see what they say. I'm not saying you're going to agree with them on everything. I certainly don't, but they're interesting to listen to. Now, one that I think will be far less controversial um, is um, I discovered her through mentioning, she was mentioned a lot by John Cooper. I believe she's been mentioned by um, Al Mohler. She's been mentioned by um, uh, James White's daughter and her friend's show called Sheologians, uh, which I don't listen to on a regular basis, but I, I, I gave him a chance a couple years ago. I tried to listen to him. Um, I didn't, I found it too, um, how should I put this? Too girly for me. That's no other way to put it. It's just too girly. I'm not, I'm not a chick and I can't get into it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive by saying chick, but uh, it's definitely a more of a girl's podcast. I, I'm, I just can't get into it. Now, there's a couple of uh, episodes where James White was on there, and he talks about some interesting things. He is the daughter of, of one of the hosts, so that was obviously interesting. They've had a lot of great guests. One of them was this, was this lady, uh, a lady named Allie Beth Stuckey. You may already know her. You may already be listening to her. I do not know. But she has a podcast called Relatable. And Relatable is on the Blaze Network, which Blaze Podcast Network is owned by Blaze, which is uh, Glenn Beck, okay? And I'm sure if you're the type of person listening to the show, I know you know who Glenn Beck is. So you know what Fox News is, you know that Glenn Beck used to be on Fox News, and you know all that. I doubt there's anybody that listens to this podcast, the <laughs> five or ten people that listen to it. I'm joking about that. Our numbers are not that low. <laughs> that, that do listen to this podcast, they're not sitting around going, huh, who's Glenn Beck? Now, you know who Glenn Beck is. If you know who Glenn Beck is, then you know the Blaze. And if you know what the Blaze is, they have some really good people in there. And they're not all Mormons, so don't get concerned about that. She is definitely not a Mormon. I believe she is more or less Baptist. She is definitely uh, leans Reformed. She's definitely Calvinistic. And uh, she makes no bones about that. But she has guests of all stripes on there. So she, there's not, not everybody on there is not just a Calvinist band. There are other people on there. But, but her stuff is good. She's funny, very engaging, and I really mean that. Uh, this is weird because I just said that Sheologians was too much of like a chick flick for me to get through, but I actually can listen to Ali Beth. She's very wise about the scripture. She's very smart, and she has a lot of good guests on there. I mean a lot of good guests, which has led me to find other people, including one who's also on the Blaze Network called Steve Dace. That's D-E-A-C-E. So that's another recommendation, the Steve Day Show, also on the on the Blaze Network. When they talked politics, whenever there's things coming up, like when there was an election in November, he was the guy that came on there, and they just talked about the election and about the results. They talked before the election. They talked around the time of the election, and they talked a little bit of follow-up after when we still didn't know the results of some of the, of the Senate and con congressional races, and even there was even a couple of governorships that hadn't been decided yet. Uh, I highly recommend Relatable. And I recommend Steve Dace for the most part. Um, you may find him a little crass at times, but I, I recommend him. I love him. He's good. He's a Christian, um, pretty from what I can tell. And and I'm, I'm going to recommend that one. Um, I may have already mentioned the Babylon Bee podcast, but obviously the Babylon Bee, they're interview programs. If you just listen to the podcast only or you just go on their website or you go on their YouTube channels and all you're doing is watching these skits, and the satire videos and things like that, you're not getting the full, the full-fledged Babylon B podcast experience. You need to subscribe to the podcast itself, or or subscribe to the Babylon B podcast 
uh, channel on YouTube to watch the video versions. They have lots of interview shows. They've interviewed people anywhere from <laughs> Elon Musk to um, Ali Beth Stuckey to uh, James White to just I'm not I'm blanking here, but dozens of, of really good interview shows. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and recommend that one um, if I haven't already. Um, one of the people they interviewed is a fellow that you've heard Chalen and I mentioned. Chalen met him at a at a convention this this back in the summer, and we did a when we did a, a on the road episode with with where I interviewed him while he was driving back from the uh, event, and uh, we discussed this. But he met Owen Strayan. Now it looks like I'm going to spell it for you because it's going to look differently than than what it sounds. It's Strayan, like Strayan. But it's spelled Strachan. It's Owen, O-W-E-N-S-T-R-A-C-H-A-N. Owen Strand is um, Owen Strand is a um, a scholar, but he's also a deeply devoted minister, Christian, and 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 a educator. He is um, he's the head of the place that we like to refer to as the strip mall. Um, seminary where he has hired James White in his current capacity as head of that um, uh, seminary there he in Arizona he has hired James White and James White teaches church history there so um, that would be an, a fascinating class obviously to take um, I'm sure it'd be hard I'm sure James White doesn't cut anybody any slack you don't get to take cut corners and take chances in his class and get a good grade but anyway um, I think James White would be very hard, almost a dictator as a as an instructor, and yet I admire the guy. I really like it. Um, and Owen Strayan, who's currently, I guess, a boss to James White, he has a podcast that I'm going to be up front with you right now and just let you know it has not posted anything since July 26th of 2022. That is the last time it, it posted. So, they, so you're looking at a five-month gap now since they posted anything. But I only found this podcast recently. And I am fascinated by Owen Strayan. I've, I've watched Owen Strayan in interviews, and I've watched him on Dividing Line um, with James White. I've watched him on Babylon B being interviewed. He's funny. He can be very engaging, very funny, and yet he's a brilliant scholar. Um, but uh, what I, what really got me going was um, Owen Strayan had an episode. The, the show is called The Antithesis. That's how you look at it, like antithesis. But I, I say ant the antithesis. That's how I say the word. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's how I pronounce it. The Antithesis, A-N-T-I-T-H-E-S-I-S, -S -S, is his program. And there's an episode in which he discusses the film, 1917, which I believe came out in 2019, maybe two, two, two and a half, three years ago, um, um, by an award-winning director. Anyway, the and this guy has done, I must say the director has done James Bond films and other stuff, but he did this 1917, which is obviously about World War One, and it's British. It's by a British director, and it's British cast, and it's from the British point of view, but it is like, he says it's a very powerful film, and he talks about it, and he gives a sort of Christian criticism of it. You know, he's not saying, well, this is for everyone. No, it's an R-rated film for its war violence and some language and issues. But he says it's very worthwhile for a mature adult Christian to listen to and watch. And um, he indeed, he indeed, 
did watch it and he watched it with a critical eye and he he kind of uh, gave a spoken word critique of the film and I found it fascinating. That was the first episode I listened to, but he's he covers a lot of things um, in the reform camp, and theological and how cultural, even somewhat political, but spiritual. So I'm going to I'm going to recommend that the antithesis Owen Strand and um, I've got just a couple more things that I want to mention. Um, Ali Beth Stuckey had this guy on her podcast just a month or two ago. And so, so far, 35 episodes have been have been released over the last couple of years. So he's kind of like us. He's not a, he's not a fast mover. He doesn't he's not prolific. He doesn't put out a lot of episodes. The last one came out on December 5th. But the, the man's name is Joshua Broom, B-R-O-O-M-E. And you can find him online on all the social medias as I am Joshua Broom. Um, he is a man. He has a powerful story. When he was on Ali Beth, it was it was very interesting. He is a born again Christian who's only been born again for probably about it's coming up on ten years, probably eight or nine years. Uh, prior to that, he spent eight or nine years of his, seven or eight years of his life in the what they like what they like to uh, uh, sort of permissively refer to as the adult entertainment industry. We'll just call it what it was. He was a porno guy, and apparently he directed some what little direction I guess there would be and things like that. But he mostly was a performer, a male performer, an actor. Uh, a prostitute, essentially. And he, he admits that. He calls it that. And um, his the interview she had with him was, wow, just eye-opening and sad as can be. It was sad. But at the same time, it made you understand that God can reach down and save the lowest and vilest of sinners because guess what? He saved you and me if you're a Christian. And if I'm born again, then... We are the lowest and vows sinners. We can't point our look down our nose or point our fingers at other people when we have the same sin nature that they have. There's no way you can say that you would never do this and you would never do that. You just don't know. He got into it at a young age. He's still a young man. He's in his early 30s now. He is now since married and has children. And, you know, praise God for that. And he has a podcast um, that I'm subscribed to and I'm slowly working my way through it. I've only listened to the first two or three episodes, so it's not like I can give you a thing about his theology and how great it is or not, but it's it's it seems to be pretty pretty straightforward, pretty standard. He he will tell you that he he said in the interview with uh, Ali Stuckey that if you'd asked him even the year that he joined the porn industry, if if he'd been asked his personal life was he a Christian? He would have said yes because he thought, you know, I'm born and raised in the South. I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. I went to church with my family, and I heard Hellfire and Brimstone sermons. And I thought, you know, when I was young, I went forward and got baptized, and I thought I was saved. And I thought, yeah. He said, I had head knowledge of God. And if you ask me, all my life I believed there was a God. I believed Jesus was the Son of God. Didn't understand the Trinity. Didn't understand what all that meant. 
didn't understand that it was my sins for which he died, but I believed he was the savior of the world in general. And he said, I would have celebrated Christmas and Easter just like anybody else, but I didn't have any kind of heart knowledge of God. I didn't know him because he didn't know me. I wasn't his. And then he talks about how after years and years of being in that vile industry, God calls him out of it. He becomes sick and suicidal, you know, sick emotionally and was just almost ready to kill himself, became suicidally depressed. He got out of the industry and went back home to the rural South and got a real job and met a girl and she was a Christian. And so he went to church with her and within a short time, like one or two sermons of some real preaching and the Holy Spirit moved on him and he was saved. And so that's a good thing. And his he calls his podcast Counterfeit Culture with Joshua Broom. So I'm going to give a tentative recommendation of that. If anything, you can if you're going to if you're going to subscribe to Relatable or listen to some of them, just listen to the just listen to the interview with with him from I think a month or two ago. I think it was in November of 2022. Listen to that. And then if you want to you can go to that podcast and listen to say the first couple of episodes where he talks about that his life and also just talks about porn and how rampant porn is and even how rampant porn is in the church with people who go to church or would say, say they're Christians and some may be Christians and are addicted anyway and so he he talks about that he gives some surprising and alarming statistics I'm gonna say it they are alarming in fact he even calls one of his episodes uh, the breakdown of alarming stats on porn use in America so um, I'm gonna give that a tentative recommendations or like a tentative recommendation on Steve Dace from what I know of these two podcasts from what little I have listened to them I'm okay with them so I'm going to give you a sort of recommendation on that you know not exactly two thumbs up if we're doing the old uh, Siskel and Ebert system but you know one thumb more or less in the air <laughs> okay I think we're just about done uh with Roy recommends um I did have uh, something else I wanted to recommend and I should have wrote this down because it's escaping me it was a book you would think normally I can remember books I'm very big on talking about book titles but there was a book I wanted to recommend to you and now I am totally blanking on it huh oh well and then for all my nerds out there, I do remember this, and it's a book. Uh, everything you you needed to know, you ever need to know about Star Wars. It's by DK Publishers. Um, those that are in the know understand what I'm saying when I say DK. They're a they make these big, beautiful hardcovers. They're like coffee table books. And this is on Star Wars, and it really is uh, fairly exhaustive, even though it's not that big of a book. But it, it does give you everything you really need to know if you just want to jump right in, and, and, you're, and, and but you're confused, and you want to know, well, what are these characters? And you watch, say, one film, and you're kind of like, I'm confused, because you didn't know what order to watch them and that sort of thing. Uh, this book will help you with that. It, it's even helped me to keep some steps straight, and I've been watching Star Wars since, since uh, about 1980, so, yeah, about 42 years, so you'd think I'd be an expert by now, but I'm not. There are people much more experts than I am. But I'll throw that one out there, and I should loan that to Chalen at some point because he's a Star Wars fan himself. Um, 
But yeah, I had another book, and this one was a, a biblical book, and that's why it's hurting my feelings right now. I cannot remember the name of it. But oh well. Well, like I say, uh, it's December 29th, and I'm recording this to get something out for you guys. I want to once again say a belated Merry Christmas, and if you're still following the old liturgy, then you could say this is the fifth day of Christmas as we head to Epiphany on January 5th. And sometime between now and January 5th, we will have an episode out. Um, so many things in the works. I have some ideas for, believe it or not, Christmas specials, and I'm going to work on them while it's winter time so that next winter, when it is Christmas time, they'll already be in the, in, in the bank. These will be episodes that will not be timely in the sense that um, they're timeless, in other words. They're timeless, so I could uh, put them out any Christmas, so I could rerun them every year if I wanted to. That's the kind of episodes these will be, and that may or may not make you, un make you excited, but I love Christmas because I love Jesus, and I love the idea of the incarnation. I love learning more about the Trinity and understanding our, understanding our Trinitarianism and our, our Trinitarian God because that is who we worship, you know, Father, Son, and Spirit. And we are to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And so, again, uh, I love Christmas. I hope you all had a good one. We we got hit by a, a winter storm that really put the uh, temperatures down into the basement, man. They were sub-zero at times. Uh, overnight, we would get below zero. Uh, for those of you that live in Minnesota and Wisconsin you're, and Michigan, you're laughing at us. I understand that. North Dakota, South Dakota, I understand. You think uh, you're a bunch of wimps. But for us, it was very cold living where I live. So uh, it was very cold, and, and our wind chill would be 25 to 27 degrees below zero. We had some almost, well, we basically had blizzard winds. We had 40 to 45 mile an hour winds last Thursday is when the storm started. So that's actually, as I record this, a week ago. But I'm off a few days uh, that I still had left on the books for uh, vacation time. So I'm taking it now between now and uh, end of the year. I don't go back to work till January the 2nd, uh, next Tuesday. So I have no excuse but to get some more material recorded for you guys. And that's my goal. I will do that. In fact, I have a couple of things lined up that I'm going to record tomorrow. And hopefully, Chayla and I will record a full episode together. So until then, and until our next episode, God bless. Take care.